Hello and welcome back to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast, quick hitter edition. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Mendyka. With me, as always, my co-host via telephone, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We are virtually. locked. Yeah, virtually. We're locked in. We're ready to go. We got our Zoom screen shares going. We got Mike over the telephone. We're using all the fancy tools, all the technologies today, Mike. Every last bit of it. And obviously, as we talked about last week and the week before, I believe, we're doing our official I'm Always Right Sports Podcast March Madness Bracket. And what I mean by the official I'm Always Right Sports Podcast Bracket, I really just mean Mike Merkel version 2 because Rob doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. But we're going to get there, Mike. Um We've got every single pick, every single game, Mike. We're, we're going to be locked in. We're going to. We're basically going to ruin the tournament for everybody. You know, it's what we do. We ruin it for everybody mm-hmm. because we already tell these people, "Here's what's going to happen. Here's who's going to win." I don't know why we don't enter more of these contests. We could be millionaires by now because we're going to have the perfect bracket. It's going to happen. It's, I, we're going to be right. It's going to be 100 percent accurate. Everyone's going to be looking at us like, "How did you know?" Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think. So the first game is Maryland West Virginia on Thursday. Yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten the first game right. <laughs> Are you like serious? Ever. Like every year, the first game is I'm always wrong. I was trying to sell so, it, and you completely just took all the wind out of my sails immediately. Yeah, like I usually do pretty well, but that first game, yeah, that eight nine first. Well, it's an eight nine, game. right? So it's an either or. It's really a pick 'em in a lot of aspects, right? So you're just kind of like, okay. Um. And honestly, a lot of this is just like, okay, I've never even seen this team play before. So you, let's try you, you know? So it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. We're going to go through it, Mike. Let's just, you know what? Let's just get right into it. Um, where do you want to start? The South, the Midwest, the North, the so south, south, Midwest. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go South first. We got the first matchup at the number one seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide. Apparently that fan base just, they get all the winners. Um, they're going to be playing the winner between um, somebody and somebody. Um, they're playing uh, Texas A&M Southern, or wait, Texas A&M CC, or uh, where to go? Uh, St. Missouri Southern or something. Right. So uh, we're going to go with Bama on that one? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Was... Locked lock up the bracket. Lock, oh, my God. Don't even say that. Al- every Alabama fan's like, wait, you just said you get the first game wrong every time. <laughs> Um, all right, next matchup, we've got right. the 8-9, Maryland, West Virginia, Mike. I mean, are we just going Big Ten because we're Big Ten fans, or what's going on? Um, Yeah, this, this one we really got to focus in on here. So mm-hmm. I'm pulling up the stats here. Yep. Uh, Maryland 5-4 against the top 25. West Virginia 4-8. and eight. Don't play well against the top 25. West Virginia does have a much tougher schedule. Yeah, they do. Like by a large margin. <laughs> yeah, fourth to forty-six. Yeah. Uh, points per game. So the difference between points and opponent points are mm-hmm. seven for Maryland, only five for West Virginia. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Going into the they're both five and five going in. Yeah, so but here's like, here's here's I think here's the difference though, right? Both teams are terrible on the road, right? It looks like you got one and yeah. four for West Virginia, zero oh and five for Maryland. Oh, um, the, the team's being played in uh, Birmingham, Alabama. All right, so I mean, slight edge to so, West Virginia, I guess. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I have Virginia. no idea. This isn't a geography uh, show, okay, guys. We don't need to. <laughs> and they both shoot relatively similar, I would say. 
Yeah. Well, this is a good, so it's a good both, 8 9. Yeah, it's a very good 8 9. Uh, and they're both top players, very equal, also. Mm-hmm. So, so kind of toss up. I think we'll just lean Big 10 bias. Okay. I'm with you. I'll believe but it. Sure. I'll let you Unless you have a hard case on what well, the only thing that scares just... the only thing that scares me about picking this Maryland team is that their strength of schedule is not nearly the level that West Virginia is, right? That's always a little bit yeah. interesting to me. But at the same time, it's not like West yeah, Virginia they score a lot on a on a tough schedule, right? It, it's you know West Virginia is also not like blowing the doors off of their top twenty five opponents either by any real stretch. So. I don't know. I think Maryland's. Pro- I still think I'm going to go with Maryland, though. I mean, the Big Ten is a really good conference basketball wise this year. I think they've got, what, eight or nine teams in the bracket this year. Um, somehow, magically, Michigan still managed to get underneath those expectations. So good for them. Um, you know, I just, you know, I think may- I- I'm going to say Maryland. Let's go for it. They, they need something. All right. We'll be honest here. I don't think they probably could have Alabama spoiler alert, but we'll see. Right. Um, Next up, San Diego State, Charleston. San Diego State, Charleston, um, the five twelve matchup. Yeah, um, I think San Diego State's got this. Off, yeah, so off the off the gate, you would think you know San Diego State over Charleston because you know have you heard of Charleston before? Probably not. Right. Um, we always have to look for those possible upset teams. Right. And this is one that we're going around as one of the favorite upsets mm. because it's 80 points per game, 80, almost 81 points per game they scored. Right. And let's set they the stage here, right? Out. Yeah. I mean, they're shooting, I mean, they're putting 80 points up on the board, right? They're 31 and three. So they almost had to have a magic run just to get here. Right. So they're really playing with house money. All the pressures on San Diego state. It's not the most uncommon thing in the world for a, t- for a 12, five matchup to go the 12 seeds way. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yep. it's it's not a it's uh, not a clear you know dead giveaway as hard as it is. Yeah, this is truthfully not my favorite. Usually, the bad teams have that one stud player who averages like thirty, yeah. and really is the guy to carry them. Uh, Carlson doesn't really have that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just like a collectively good team, right? And so, if you're going against if you're going one good team versus another, I think I lean San Diego on this one. Yeah. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. I think San Diego State play, plays pretty good defense, right? Their opponents are allowing around 63 points a game. Or, or you're allowing 63 points a game. Um, the strength of schedule, you play the seventh best strength of schedule, you know, according to, you know, CBS, which is, which is, I mean, you're pretty high up there. If this was like, you know, 114th or something, I'd be a lot less confident. But I think San Diego State gets the dub here. Yeah. That's that for Next up, Virginia and Furman. Ooh, Furman. Good for them. Um, this one's another one where, you know, got to look for some of these upsets. Got to project some of these upsets here. Mm-hmm. This team averages 82 points per game. So even slightly higher than Charleston. Right. And Virginia, not going to lie, kind of a choke artist <laughs> when it comes to these tournaments. <laughs> I know they won it a couple years ago, but they also lost to the 16th seed like the year before. Yep, they sure did. Yep. Um, Entering in the tournament nine and one is Furman. Shoots much better from the free throw line. Like Good lord, better. Even their field goal percentage and, is quite a quite a bit higher too. Yeah, their field goal they shoot forty eight percent from field. So you know, if you're, you're going to tell me a team gets hot, yep. No, you're not wrong. I don't think Furman will be a, and then an eighteen point per game from Mike Boswell. Yep, got two guys out. Uh, I don't know how important it is for for Virginia. You know, four and a yeah. guard. I don't know. The guy who averages seven and the guy who averages 
nothing. Not injury related. So qu- clearly, clearly yeah. an important <laughs> member of the rotation. Um, uh, yeah. This is a tough one. I don't know how. Where are you thinking on this one? Yeah, I would. I I would be shocked if Furman wins this one. Um, this is one where I wouldn't mind taking Virginia and seeing kind of maybe whipping back and going. Okay. If, if we if we're like a little upset short, yeah. Like we picked a lot of favorites, we can go. Maybe this is what they could be. Yeah. But at the moment, I still think Virginia is probably the better team. All right. Let's let's tentatively put in Virginia. You know, it's the four to thirteen. All these all these matchups, right? Outside of like the you know the two and fifteenth, even a pretty big stretch. But the the five twelve, the four thirteen, the six elevens. Those are all pretty. I, it sounds like it should be an easy pick, but you also you always see a couple of those teams make that run, and there's always one team. Right, that's a ten seater below yeah. makes that elite eight, that final four run where you go. How the hell do they keep doing this? So, got to be on and the you lookout really for those. Kind of find that team. Right, and because if you uh, do, you're 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 probably winning any bracket, any bracketology that you're in. In so, next matchup we got, we got the number six seed Creighton versus the number eleven seed NC State out of the ACC. Uh, Creighton, the big favorites among users here uh, in CBS. Yeah. Um. Uh, I just highlighted. I'm not a big fan of this five and seven record against the top twenty-five. Yep. Had a lot of shots at the top twenty-five and mm-hmm. lost a good amount of them. NC yep. State two and two. Haven't had as many starts or shots at the start for it necessarily. Right. Um, you know, going through this a little bit. Creighton does shoot the ball much better. Yeah, that's going to be big. Line. That's going to be really big for them. Yeah. Um, they're both missing some guys. Mm-hmm. Both have really good players as their lead guys. Yep. Um, Do you look at any time for these matchups too, like the style of play? Like, obviously, it's impossible to have know like every team's play, right? Play style, right? But mm-hmm. for some of these bigger matchups, do you ever look at them and go, okay, like for Creighton, right? Their highest scoring player or their highest, you know, their 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 star player, quote unquote, their highlighted player is their center, right? Now, mm-hmm. does that do anything different for you? When it comes to looking at some of these matchups, where you're like, okay, they got a big guy down low. He's he's kind of their go-to, um, but if he gets into foul trouble early or something like that, that's a really big chunk of your of their offense now that they may be without for a long stretch of time. Does that affect at all the kind of the way you're thinking about kind of picking these winners and losers? Uh yeah, to a certain extent. I think the center, like in this specific example, having yeah. a center being your best player scares me more than having a guard be your best player. Right. Uh, just for the thing that you said, like when um, a couple years ago, when like Taco Falls was mm-hmm. there, they made a Sweet 16 run just because he's unstoppable in the paint. Right. Then he got into foul trouble, and it's like, okay, now he's yep. got nothing. Yep. Yeah. Like, almost had the upset anything, over Duke, so. right? Almost made that run, and then he was in and out of the game. And Duke basically, the only way they won that game was because he was out of it. Yeah. And Zion could have had the rim once he left. <laughs> so, so, like, Having a center here kind of scares me as your best player, mm-hmm. and having a guard that can put up seventeen and a half points per game in thirty-four minutes. Yeah, okay. Kind of nice to have a guy who's going to get balls. Yeah, um, where are you where are you leaning? I think this is one of those matchups where you kind of can go NC State and feel relatively like okay about it. Yeah, I was I was leaning Creighton, but I think I think in an upset idea. Yeah, I think NC State it would have a good shot at this. Okay. So we'll go ahead and see here. All right. All right. Next matchup. What is this? We got the number three seed Baylor versus UCSB. Does anybody know what that is? I don't even know what that is. 
UCSB. The Santa Barbara. Yeah, okay. The Gauchos. I like them just because of their name. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, this, this one, I don't know if we need to spend a lot of time on. No, it's Baylor. It's Baylor. Yeah, it's Baylor. This one's a very popular upset. Mm-hmm. Um, so that rating, Utah State's at 18. Yeah, Four Utah very- State, the 10 seed, going up against Mizzou, the number seven seed from the SEC. Um, high strength of schedule, scores a lot on a high strength of schedule. Yeah, I'd be down they're for that. Like, yeah. 7-3, um, they're both 7-3, but they're 7-3 going mm-hmm. in two really well. I do think this um, would be a good game, though. If you look at their shooting percentages, right, nearly identical, right? Um, outside of the three, but even then, that's only a 3% difference. I mean, I, obviously that's huge in basketball, but like 23rd to 32nd, 5th, you know, like there's a 39%, you know, sh- shooting in the three rather than 36, and then 31st and 39th respectively. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of closeness there, and this, these teams kind of reflect that. Um, and I know, I'm not always trustworthy of SEC basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like that. Sure. Yeah, I'm with that. You're not gonna have a hard time talking me into most of these. <laughs> and then the last one here, you got Arizona and Princeton. I don't think there's much to say about it. No, it's Arizona. Um, kind of running through it. I mean, mm-hmm. they shoot almost fifty percent from the field. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. One of the best teams in basketball. It's gonna be really tough to overcome that for Princeton. That is yeah, I think Princeton's at that level where they're like, you know what, we're just happy to be here. Southern first round is complete. Okay. We will shift our focus here to the East. All right. So we got Purdue, the number one seed out of the Big Ten, going against Purdue, either Texas Southern yeah. or – okay, one just put Purdue. Yeah, Purdue. Yeah, we can probably go pretty quickly through. We can talk about these one seeds more as we kind of get down to the nitty-gritty, but right now it's pretty – Yeah. I I mean, the one seed only lost one ever. Right. So <laughs> I can't imagine it's just like going to happen again right. all the time. So. Right. Um, I'll just. I, I think we're just going to take the one seed. But yeah. All right. Next up, Memphis, Florida Atlantic University. Yeah, I Another like kind of tough one for me. Yeah, I like Memphis personally on this. This is one of the few teams too. that I actually do know a little bit about. Right, Penny Hardaway's really got this team playing. Um, really, since the last time John Calipari was their coach. Um, I think they're explosive offensively when they want to be. They got better athletes, I think, than FAU does. I like I like Memphis more yeah. in this game. But Kendrick Davis averaging twenty two a game. Yep. is gonna yep. help a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, I wouldn't mind taking Memphis in this one. Yeah, and honestly, I think you know, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, I think Memphis Purdue would be a hell of a basketball game. It would be. Um, I do think FAU is a good matchup for them, though. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, Oral Roberts. Oral uh, Roberts. Oral Roberts team of last year, two years ago. Yep. Very recently. Yep. Oral Roberts. Ohio State and probably wound that run a little bit. Yep. Playing Duke in the first round, the number five seed. Duke, is this the first year without Coach K on the sideline? Mm-hmm. First year, yep. good for them. Kind of a bounce back for them, considering that North Carolina is like, hey, we don't we don't play anymore. So. <laughs> yeah. Every day, 84 points per game is Oral Roberts. It's insane. I know yeah. the chance schedule is not good, but. 84 points is a lot to average. Yeah. In 34 games. Mm-hmm. Um, shoots lights out off the Oral Roberts. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me, Mike, that we're taking Oral Roberts over the blue blooded Duke University? No, I'm not sold yet. But, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. They do have everything I love in an upset, though. I yeah. will say. 
30 and four, eight, you know, 18 and zero in their division, right? Duke 14 and six, 26 and eight overall on the year. Um, yeah, it's one of those things, you know, they're both hot coming in, right? Nine and one Duke is 10 and zero for Oral Roberts. Um, I think the biggest thing that you're going to run into for Oral Roberts is that record versus top 25. They've only played one team in the top 25. Duke's got eight of those, right? That is a, that's different level basketball than you would normally see in the, whatever the hell conference that Oral Roberts is in, um, summit or whatever. So yeah, exactly. So, um, I think that's where Duke's going to have the edge that if it is a close game, Duke's been in those situations and they have players that are kind of built for that. I think Oral Roberts is going to go in and throw some haymakers early, but I just don't know if they're going to be able to go the full, the full length of the game. Okay. Yeah. We'll take you on this one. We can circle back. We can always look back and see just to make that's, sure. Yeah, as we that's that's go a through. circle back one, but yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, Tennessee and Louisiana. Oh boy! I don't, I don't like either one of these teams. I don't really like either one of these teams either. <laughs> um, I would I would tend to lean Tennessee on this one. Yeah. Uh, but they their last ten they have not. Uh, yeah, not been good. They're not coming into this tournament hot. <laughs> yeah, four, four and six. six. Their last 10. And they do not and shoot the ball very well. And they do not shoot very well. Yeah. It's actually outside their outside Louisiana. Uh, free throw shooting. Yeah, this is like if, if their free throw shooting instead of sixty eight was at like seventy two, seventy three. Yeah, this is like making of the upset. Right, it's what we're talking about here. Tennessee coming in cold, not shooting the ball very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan Brown, who got average just twenty a game, twenty and nine basically. Yep, come in basically just dominate the paint for them. Oh, look, man. Uh, hey, I'll, I'll lean to you, but you, you want to lean on this? I'll, I'll lean. To, I'll, I'm going to defer to you. I, you have never led me wrong, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the Mike Merkel. Except, uh, except that, except that one TCU. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, well, we're just not going to talk about that. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we'll get there. They're down here. Well, this They're is college right. basketball, not college football. Okay, we're going to forget that you picked Clemson in that national title game against the unstoppable <laughs> LSU game. We're going <laughs> to. We're gonna forget about it. It's yeah, okay. That, that didn't happen. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I think I think this is a fun Louisiana game. Sure, why not? You sold me. I don't think they make it. I don't think they make it much farther, especially if we keep Duke in this spot. Yeah, they do playing next time. But thanks a lot. This next matchup: Kentucky, the number six seed, going against Providence. Can we just take Providence because I hate Kentucky? Does that work? <laughs> Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not that. They do have a better record against the top 25. There you go. See. There we go. I knew yeah, it. You do come in really cold, though. Kentucky not looking great, uh, though, right? Six and four in the last 10, no. 21 and 11 overall in the year. You know, these. This, this is a closer game than I think people are realizing. These are, Providence actually shoots better almost yeah. in every category than them. Right. Um, they do have, you know, the stud players out there in Kentucky, though, all those five sets they get coming in. So Right. Can, uh, I, I'm gonna, well, you know, I joke, but they probably have the coaching edge as well, right? John Calipari, mm-hmm. you know, one of the probably the greatest college basketball coaches ever. It's a tough one for me. I would, I would probably lean Kentucky just based on they've been there, they've done that. It just doesn't seem like, and and that's been a minute since they've made kind of a run, if I'm not mistaken, right? Didn't they get upset last year? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. So I, I think maybe this is kind of time where they kind of right the ship a little bit and make that elite eight run or something. Yeah, take Kentucky there. Providence also on the uh, don't count them out though. If you want to take an upset, 
Providence is a good pick, but we're going to take Tennessee. Okay. Uh, Kansas State and Montana State. This one I don't I don't have a lot of juice for an upset on this one. I'm not gonna lie. To you. Nah, I'm I'm good with Kansas uh, State. They're coming they're coming in a little cold, but I don't think Montana State's a uh, yeah necessarily a good upset uh, <laughs> performer out here. Yeah, no, so, I'm good. Uh, teams that you actually might know: Michigan State and USC. Mm-hmm. They play seven ten matchup. Um, I don't know. I think the hard one, the hard one for this one mm-hmm. is just um, from a from a out, from a real perspective. If USC has to travel to the East Coast to Ohio mm-hmm. to play a noon game, right? Yep, right. That's I tough. think I think that in general just gives Mich- like Michigan State has to drive two and a half hours to get to their <laughs> game. USC has to go fly overseas basically to get to their game. Yeah, they got to fly across the country. And meanwhile, Michigan State's like, you know, we can probably leave by two and get there, right? <laughs> That's how it gets there. It's um, I think USC is the better team, but I think situationally, I think Michigan State has a better I think it really, yeah, and here's the thing, too. I think it really depends on what Spartan team shows up, right? We've seen some good Spartan basketball early on in the year, and we have seen some not great basketball, especially lately, right? I mean, that loss to Ohio State was brutal. Um, you know, losing to Iowa, blowing a big lead there. Um, they shoot the ball well with the three, right? As you're kind of highlighting here, you know, they, they, they're actually pretty good from the free throw line as well. 76%. That's not, you know, I've seen worse numbers. Um, you know, the Izzo factor, there's a lot of things that make me just want to go Sparty on this one. I would like to see them make a run. So I at least have some sort of rooting interest. I know people are always shocked to hear that we actually don't actually mind rooting for Michigan state when Michigan's not in, in the shit, but um, I don't know. This one's tough for me. I don't love the matchup for USC and Michigan State. I don't love the matchup for either team, quite frankly. I think these two teams are really, really close. I don't know if we want to just go Big Ten bias here and say Michigan State, or if there's something that's really making yeah. you feel conviction on USC. No, I don't have a strong enough tie on either side, mm-hmm. so I'll take Big Ten bias to pick Michigan State. Sure. I'll acknowledge we have Big Ten bias. That's okay. That's fine. Got to have something. This is a game that I'm actually excited to watch, this Marquette game, because Shaka really? Smart, as the head coach of Marquette, sucks in the in the NCAA tournament. He's like 1-4 or something like that mm-hmm. as a head coach, and that's always hilarious to me because Marquette's playing really good basketball, but Shaka Smart's always got a way to blow it, <laughs> which is funny because he's actually like a really good coach. Um, I still think Marquette wins, but I just think it's – an interesting yeah, kind I'm, of I'm, thing. Yeah, I, I definitely think I don't think this one's much of a yeah. stretch. There is one two fifteen we'll get to that I think mm-hmm. could be interesting. Okay. He's haven't hit it yet. I think I think he's two fifteen to win. All right, so that's the first round of the East. Let's keep going. All right, we'll head up to the Midwest region. We'll hit up Houston and Northern Kentucky, one versus sixteen. Houston. We'll talk about that. We'll get Houston. Right. This would be a good game. This would be a good game. Bruce Pearl and Auburn, yeah. good Iowa po- basketball this, team. Yeah, and this one has the opposite effect. Well, not opposite effect, but the same effect as the Michigan State one, where Auburn's mm-hmm. literally driving like 20 minutes away. <laughs> Auburn's like flying cross country. Right. So I'll keep that in mind. But kind of just peeking through, Iowa's 3-2 and two against the top 25. Auburn's 2-3. and three. Not that big of a difference. Auburn has played much tougher schedule. Yeah. 
Problem with Auburn, Auburn looks like poop the last 10 games. What are they? They're like 3-7, and seven, I think is what it said on this graphic. Yeah, three and seven, uh, That's not good. And 0-5 on, on, on the road. That might be enough for me to kind of go Iowa's way here just to be like, mm-hmm. eh, you don't travel well. And they don't shoot the three very well yeah. either. And and they have a couple guys on Iowa's side that I think really can fall up if they want to. Yeah, I'm yeah, good with I'd that. Take, I, I'd take Iowa. All right, rolling into Miami. The Drake University? Maybe? I don't know. Maybe it's University of Drake. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. about this Drake team that makes me all that excited, but there's nothing that about this Miami team that makes me all that excited either. No, like, they both shoot really well. Yep. Uh, neither one comes in, like, under, like, they're 9-182. Their strength of schedule is both kind of crap. Um, yeah, for Miami, especially, it's kind of shocking that they're 80th. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you would think they'd be, like, top 50. So, it must mean they basically 50. just play the ACC. That's the, all their difficult games since their ACC yeah. conference. And then Drake has their one stud player, Tucker. Yep. Uh, uh, this, uh, okay, yeah. Miami's got a guy named Isaiah Wong, though. I think that's enough just to lean him. <laughs> uh, um, I'll lean Miami, but I'm not, like, yeah. feeling either one of these. I think, whoever, I think whoever wins this game probably loses the next game, so... You the next game. Indiana yep. Kent State. The Kent State. The funny thing is you say that, and I'm not involved by Indiana or Kent State either. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, You know, it's funny. Indiana was, you know, Indiana and Illinois are those two teams where I thought they'd be better than what that's mm-hmm. kind of shaken out to be. I don't know if that's just because the Big Ten kind of cannibalized itself a little bit, right? Um, but I still kind of like Indiana in this game, though. I think I'd prefer Indiana to shoot forty nine percent from the field. That's probably the hardest. Yeah. To beat. Yeah. Um, a couple stud players on Indiana side played a much tougher schedule, and then went five and two in that tough schedule in the top twenty five of that schedule. Yeah, I mean, you look at it. I just think they're built different. You know what I mean? I just think that they're. I think Indiana's kind of because they've been playing such tough, tough. Con- I mean, every one of these teams in the Big Ten, you know, their their conference record's not great outside of Purdue. So you kind of just look at it and you go, geez, man, they kind of all went to the wire. And I think that's going to wind up proving to be good in, in the tournament is kind of learning how to win those close games. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Indiana. Fun match. Miami, Indiana will be a fun. Yeah, that'll be a good game. Point. All right. Uh, Iowa State plays either Mississippi State or Pitt. Yep. This one's tough if you don't know yet. If you're right. Going up on Tuesday. Right. So, um, uh, my argument would be we could just go Iowa State. Sure. Just, just, yeah. just to keep away ambiguity here. Just kind of yeah. succeed and hope, hope for the best. Probably. Sure. It's kind of hard to be like, all right, now we got to look at my or this could be the and then the winner of that <laughs> or this one. Right. It's a little hard to right. protect all of that. So yeah. I think we'll just lean Iowa State. Yeah. Is Xavier a. Why couldn't VCU be a two seed again? We just easily picked the fifteen seed, like just <laughs> right off the top. Yeah. This one looks like the same like Xavier win. Yeah. Yeah. In Kennesaw opinion, State. I, I, Kennesaw State doesn't really. Like, They're not doing anything. Jesus Christ! Xavier shooting forty percent from three. They're gonna kill him just with threes. Yeah, and the, just like in general. Yeah, they shoot the ball well. Yeah. Xavier's one of those teams where it's like, don't you're not going to be able to get like a physical matchup with them, really. 
But they're if you leave them open and allow them to shoot, it's that saying, right? Shoot or shoot, it's going to be one of those situations. Texas A&M and Penn State. Penn uh, State made the uh, Big Ten championship. Right, I was going to say, I don't know if there's many other teams coming out of the Big Ten that are as hot as Penn State. I mean, they pushed Purdue to the limit uh, in that final game, right? 8-2 over the last... Two. Yeah, this is, this is a good also one. went the SEC championship. Yeah, didn't they get rolled, though, pretty good? Yeah, Alabama. Yeah. They both got rolled by one seed. <laughs> well, Penn State didn't get rolled. I'll say, they only lost by two, I think, was the final. So, yeah, it was okay. like 69-67 or something um, like that. I would be shocked for an upset on Penn State. We're always showing our Big Ten bias, though, because we have a lot of... I know we do have a lot of Big Ten, yeah. It's up to you. But, uh, but I don't feel strongly about either team, necessarily. I think they're both hot, and I think they're both going in kind of in the same mm-hmm. stratosphere. Sure. So I don't really have a strong side on this one. Yeah. I'll lean Texas A&M, but... Yeah, I'll not, take it. Sure. I'm not like... Not in love with it. Yeah. All right, now this one. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm not going to be able to fight anyone into this one. But Texas and Colgate, the toothpaste company... Yeah, the toothpaste company's got a basketball team. They play in the... Patriot Pat. Conference. I don't know. Patriot Conference, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love me some Colgate. Yeah. Um, not looking like... I'd like to be good. able to be like, yeah, but like, it's not going to happen. There's nothing... Oh, they shoot 52% from the field. Well, when they're playing blind guys, and they're playing... They're yeah, playing... They shoot six, <laughs> they're playing six, Crest six, and Listerine and all the other... <laughs> All the other mouthwash products. <laughs> They're playing Johnson and Johnson University. <laughs> we're All laughing, right, we're and we're going to look like such idiots when they play on Thursday, and they win, and we're going to be like, well, that was a total waste of an episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, Thursday at 725, be ready. Yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, Texas? We'll take Texas. Okay. Yeah, but we'll, we'll like All right, last of the first rounders here. Kansas beats Howard, done. Uh, this game, Illinois, Arkansas. This is going to be a fun one. The eight nine seed Arkansas going in as the eight seed. Illinois as the nine. I like Illinois a lot. Um, I, I think they still play pretty good, pretty darn good defense. Um, once again, I think if they didn't play in the Big Ten, they'd be a higher ranked seed too. So, I don't know where are you at with this. Um, I do like it. I do like Illinois. I'm not super strong on either side. I, I do c- think the like third place, so yeah. they have a third place strength of schedule, but they're also two and eight in the top twenty-five. Right, so like that doesn't help their strength of schedule being tougher. Right, if they lose all the good teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Illinois in this one. Yeah, sure. I mean, plus I, I don't think they might not make it past Kansas, but yeah, well, it's Kansas. We'll as long as Bill Self left. doesn't have a stroke on the sideline, I think we'll be okay. St. Mary's is VCU. Oh, speaking of VCU, are they going to play upset on the number five seed? It's very possible because I don't think St. Mary's is like all that in a bag of chips. Team, I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like Here's the thing, though. Sixty points a game they're holding people to. That's pretty nice. I mean, VCU. I mean, VCU probably got lost the crowd. I mean, St. Mary's doesn't have the greatest competition either. No, but no. VCU's got 60, 63 points per game. Right. So it's not like a mm-hmm. astronomical number there. Um, Who you got? BCU comes in nine and one though. Three hot. on the road. They are hot. And they shoot slightly better overall mm-hmm. than St. Mary's. 
Um, I mean, I would, I wouldn't be shocked for a VCU upset here. You're looking for a five twelve to pick. Yeah, not that option. I will defer to the college basketball king. I was gonna say football king, but I don't really think that's accurate. But <laughs> not, not college, not college football king. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll leave VCU. Sure, we'll, we'll have a big upset here. Why not? Yeah. All yeah. right, UConn, in the yeah, UConn and Iona. I don't know anything about Iona, so I would I, I tend to lean UConn just they're, because they're in the Big they're East. 10 and 0. Yeah, UConn is really good. Um, nothing screams Iona to me yeah. going through this. Um, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, sure. Uh, TCU plays Arizona State and Nevada. If we don't know, yeah, just like last time, we'll probably, yeah. Also, don't think they make it past the uh, I think Gonzaga just rolls. Over. I think Gonzaga's gonna yeah. roll. Yeah, I don't really team. think there's much to talk about there. No. The fact that Gonzaga is a three seed, they're like, it's an off year for us. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Northwestern and Boise State. Uh, I also kind of like Northwestern, mm-hmm. but uh, I didn't watch like any Boise State basketball this year, so. I don't have much buff on Boise State. Yeah. Look at their stats, though. They do shoot better than Northwestern does. Jeez, man. Northwestern shoots like play in the, shit. Yeah, they just can't not good. That is not good. Um, Boise State um, does play in the Mountain West, though, so that's not the case. Right, right. Yeah, I'll defer to you um, on this one if you've got a strong feeling one way or the other. I don't really think either team's all that spectacular. No, I don't have a strong way. I'll leave Boise State. Sure, we'll take a, um, a nice 10-7 upset for them just to lose to UCLA in the next round. Yeah, so we're, we're pretty good with this UCLA here. Yeah, UCLA versus, what is this, UNC Asheville, right? I just UNC don't. Asheville, yeah. yeah, I just don't see how that how that works. No. Well, like, literally the only way is 39% to 3 if they make, like, 43. Yeah, they yeah they're going to need that middle Tennessee State run, right, where they got one random dude who just goes up there and says, screw it, and just yeah, chucks it. Drew Benberg with yep. point one to nine. Like he does the same thing. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. You feel it. Yep. All, All right. right. First round is good. First round is done. Okay. Okay. Back to the south. All right. Alabama, so, Maryland. Maryland. Um, I really like the Alabama team. Yeah. I think they're really good. I think um, they're final four bound. I, I kind of do too. Yep. So I'm just going to take Alabama here. Yep. Sorry, Maryland. But stop. Yep. San Diego uh, State, Virginia. Virginia. Uh, it's a tough one. This is a tough one. I think Virginia uh, may be close. The funny thing is we had both these teams kind of in upsets in the first round. So yeah. Because they'll farther. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, 3% free throw shooting tonight for San Diego State. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say either one of these teams. Yeah, I would not say either one of these teams is shooting the lights out by any means. Yeah, and we kind of mutually agree that Alabama is going to beat both of these teams. Probably. So I'll go San Diego State. Sure. Yeah, I'll take it. Yep, sounds good to me. All right. Uh, All right. NC State Baylor. Baylor. (laughs) Huh? That was so funny. Both both times Baylor came up against Baylor. I like ba- I like Baylor basketball. I think they do a really I, nice job. I, I think they're explosive offensively. I think they got good athletes. I just think they're, they're like one of those teams where like you don't think about and then you play them and you all of a sudden you see them in the elite eight and you go, huh? Baylor's pretty good, huh? Yeah, 
I also like Arizona. Yeah. Yep. You could sign. You could sell me Arizona there. Arizona over Utah State. Yep. All right, heading over to East. You're you're a big matchup here. Memphis and Purdue. Yeah, this is. I think this will be actually a really good game. Um, I think Purdue's going to wind up winning. Don't, don't Purdue's got another big, solid seven foot six guy, right? Purdue. Yeah. Do they have like a huge they center the, again? Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I couldn't remember his name. They always have one. It's just you know, mm-hmm. change the name on the back of the <laughs> the jersey. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, I think Purdue gets it, but I think Memphis is a cool story. I think Penny Hardaway is doing a great job out there. Duke and Louisiana. So this is one I think that you could see maybe another upset because I don't think neither one of us are necessarily sold on Duke. No, down seventy-seven percent free throw shooting. Yeah, fifty-eight. Yes. I think if it comes, if it's like a close game. Yeah, that's where the yep. Which I think I think you kind of take the edge in that one. Okay. Who um, comes in hotter at nine and one? Who's also probably more experienced? In, yeah. In the um, I kind of lean Duke. Yeah, that's fine but, with me. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to get much pushback from me. I can't. I I already as I opened the show, I can't come in here and be like, I know a lot about what's going on here. That's not necessarily the case. But who does? Let's be real. Um, Kansas State, Kentucky. This will be a fun one. I'll be rooting like hell for Kansas State because who the hell wants to see Kentucky win? But um, I I don't know either, though. I don't – once again, both these teams are coming in. They're kind of just blah. They're kind of just existing. I mean, Calipari's definitely got the edge as far as experience. Yeah. Is Kansas State – 75% to 30% of the free throw line. If it comes down to a close game, I think Kansas State has the edge of the free throw line. Yeah. I think it's one of those situations where, like, okay, is Kentucky – is Kansas – because, you know, you look at the injury report, Kansas State's a little more banged up. You know, but Kansas State's got better record in the top 25, so it's like, you know, they've actually won some games. I, I'd i be willing to go Kansas State. I don't know if I have a strong feeling to I, say that Kentucky pulls the upset. Yeah, I, I'll see Kansas All right, Mike. Can Izzo get out of the round of 32 for the first time in, like, five years? Yeah, five, four, four, five years. Yeah, something like that. Uh, depends how much you trust. What's that? I guess. Marquette shoots well. Yeah. Doesn't really have that stud, stud player. I, I think here's the problem what I have do? with taking the Spartans here is they're so inconsistent, and I just feel like if they're not going to come out guns a-blazing, I just don't know how they overcome, I guess, is the best, mm-hmm. is my thought, right? Like, they don't have that premier point guard, right, that they've had in years past. They don't have the Denzel Valentines or the or the Winstons or any of those guys to really kind of lead their, lead that team. They don't have that. So what do they do yeah, well, I, right? Yeah, I kind of think this, the first game you'll see a really nice shooting performance in Michigan State. Yeah. second game you'll be like, ah, okay. Right. Have. Yeah. Exactly. Mark out to capitalize on that. Shaka so, Smart's always Marquette. yeah, and Shaka Smart's always had good teams play defense. Uh, their defense has always been interesting. You know, they've kind of they they run a weird like what's it called the amoeba defense? I think is what it's called that Shaka Smart runs. It's confusing as hell. Um, I just think maybe it's finally time for him to get his head out of his ass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up here, we're heading to the Midwest region. Okay. Going to see Houston and Iowa. So I guess my question for you on this game is, I mean, how confident are you in Houston? Yeah, that's a good one. Just lost to Memphis in the AAC championship game. Right. It's always hard for me to be, like, super, like, 
yay or nay on those conferences. Because if you're like, if you're Houston, like we're 31 and three, we're going to make the tourney probably going to be a one seed regardless. How much do we care? Right. It's like that TCU I, loss I, in the, you know, in the football final. I will, I will say something is the 56.5 points point per game thing. <laughs> yeah. It's selfless. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm totally like, cool with riding with it. Team. Yeah, I'm definitely, I mean, they have a good strength of schedule. They're 38th overall. Um, you know, they're putting up decent amount of points. They're 31 and three overall. I mean, I, you're not going to tell me that the number one seed beats the eight seed. And, and I'd be like, what? I'm shocked. Right. So <laughs> it's just really yeah. how far you think that, you know, Houston can take it. Yeah. I think Houston will get through the three sixteen. Yeah. And then, you know, three sixteen, three eight. That's the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami and Indiana. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. Um, I think Indiana's slightly better. Yeah, I'll take that. I can. I, I don't really. I don't really have any data that suggests right, 18, otherwise. 18th strength schedule. They're five and two. Yeah. Miami's three and one on an 80th strength schedule. Yeah. Um, plays better defense. You know, doesn't score against as much. Forty nine percent from the field. Only thing is a free throw shooting. Mighty times you can take yeah. on that one, but sure, you can tell me on it. I'll take any end of it. Next up, Xavier Iowa. It's be a good one. Should be a good one. Um, Xavier just shoots the ball lights out. They just, yeah, they're just so good at shooting. I they literally just beat Iowa State every shooting category. <laughs> Well, I guess it's not even close. Yeah. You know, coming in at 6-4, and four, Iowa State comes in 3-7. Yeah, that's not sense. great. That's not great. Um, depending on the team Iowa State plays, they actually might get upset by the 11 team. Right. But uh, in this case, we just kind of chose them because we don't know. Yeah. Uh, we do know they play Xavier and SEC. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good to me. And then final game of this region, we got Texas and Texas a and But that is the Texas. Yeah, I don't know. It's it, it literally we should have just flip coins. We would have been done in twenty minutes. Like we should. <laughs> you know yeah, but I mean? then we would have had some fifteen seed upset probably. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, the one seed lost. All right. Well. Okay. Oh well, that's fine. Um, um. Let's see. I'll lean. Uh, I'll throw my first hand out there to Texas. Sure. I think I, they're gonna have a really easy first game to yeah. kind of ride through. Right. I think Texas is gonna be kind of in a dog fight against Penn State. Yeah, having to play two days later after that, I can agree with that. Yeah, here's the thing too. It's um, like if that game is close or Penn State wins, and it's it's Texas Penn State, you're taking Texas. So it's kind of like I think some of these kind of tweener games where we're kind of on the fence with some of these first rounders, I think get a lot easier to build in the second, right? So I think that's where it's kind of like okay, you kind of tend to lean towards the higher seed. All right, here's a fun one: Illinois and Kansas. Yeah, this will be this will be fun. Um, I don't. Here's the thing about Kansas, I don't love Kansas. Right, I'm, they're the one seed for sure. They got a lot, you know, all this off the court stuff with Bill Self coming back, and he's supposed to be, be coaching, and he's back. But there, there's something about that. Um, yeah, they're eight and two. They're always they're always consistent, right? They're always gonna they're always gonna be good because of just the the players that they have. But I don't love, yeah, they've got some injury history. They've got some injury problems. I don't know. I just don't think that they're like, holy shnike, he's amazing. But, mm-hmm. you know, they're just always relatively consistent. So it's hard for me to be like, yeah. You know. All right. 
is are we calling for an upset season? I don't know. I mean, it, it really depends on your thoughts on Illinois. I mean, you're twenty and twelve versus twenty seven and seven. I mean, they have a second hardest strength schedule, and they're five hundred in those games, and they've only lost the top twenty five teams. Mm, yes, they've literally only lost the top twenty five. Right. So, does that make you more confident that Kansas gets it done in those games as compared to Illinois, where Illinois got twelve losses on the year, only four of which are to yeah. So it's like. Yeah. Eh. Yeah, I, it's hard. The one seeds are hard because you know in the back of your mind that only like one or two one seeds are going to actually make it to like the final four. Right. Eight areas. Right. So you're kind of trying to weed those out. But yep. in this case, it's like all four of them seem to make it. Yeah, exactly. It's hard for me to like say, like, oh, Kansas is just going to lose it here. Yeah. It's hard to say that when they're playing Illinois and I don't believe in <laughs> Illinois. Exactly. So I'll take out to Kansas. All right. VCU and UConn. Oof. Is this where the magical run for VCU ends? Or is this, uh, <laughs> they ever had a magical they, run? They always just were good and then immediately lost every <laughs> every year. <laughs> I don't know. What um, are you thinking? I mean, I'm leaning UConn. Sure. Uh, I think I think UConn's really good. That high net rating. Yeah. You know, they've actually played top 25 teams. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. Even though VCU has a harder strength schedule, that, that's funny. I think this. I think the record versus top twenty-five is more important, though. At the end of the day, like, yeah, if you're, it, like I, you like, have to play ranked teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how else do you gauge that? That's the one thing that I wish Michigan would do more. That like Izzo does is like he schedules those games against Kansas and stuff to see. Okay, where are we at? Mm-hmm. All right, <clears throat> Gonzaga over CC. <laughs> Zags. And then UCLA over Boise State. Yeah. Kind of just figured, but I just wanna, like, yeah, we're not like not gonna pass there. So it's just gonna look really easy. Mm-hmm. It's both just way too good to not get Everybody listens. Right. It's like, what? Where's my breakdown of uh... <laughs> <laughs> breakdown Boise of State and UCLA? UCLA Boise... How could you make that call? <laughs> Did I get one? All right, back up to the South where the Sweet 16 years, so 15 I, minutes ago. I think Bama's getting to the Final Four. Yeah, and so. Brown over San Diego State. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, who would they play though? Arizona or Baylor? That's the. This is a tough one. This is a really tough one for me. I, in a perfect world, I'd probably say Arizona because I think they're going to give the biggest fight. Um, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be shocked if it's Baylor though too. Um, yeah. uh, this is tough. I, I'll probably give the nod to, to Arizona. Um, I do also give the nod to Arizona, but yeah. I think this game is like. I, 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 yeah, that's why I kind of hope we get it right. That's kind of why I'm really kind of on the Baylor bandwagon. Is I think they're I think they're underrated. I know they're a three C, but I don't think that people are paying enough attention to them. Um, but I think Arizona is a very good team, and I'd like to see that one two matchup. Yeah, Alabama Arizona will be our uh, woo. All right, Purdue and Duke. Now, if the one C were to fall early, this is where I think I it would happen. Purdue, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be heaven right here. Um. Here's the thing. Do you do you believe that Duke, brand new coach, right, kind of in that transition? Now, clearly they're doing fine, right? They're in the tournament. They're a 5C. They didn't limp in by any stretch. They're playing some of their best ball right now, 9-1 in their last 10. Purdue got a little bit of a scare. Does that scare them back into the straight course of action? Where they're like, oh, hold on, let's let's get our shit together? Or is it this is what we're going to see going into tournament play? Purdue doesn't have a great track record in these tournaments either. 
So, I mean, we can go back to bad Michigan Purdue's teams. Usually, you know what I mean? Yeah, Purdue's usually an upset in the first two rounds. Dude. Right. I mean, I, if you told me right now, you're like, look, Purdue or Duke's going to make a run. I go, okay. You're not going to, it's not going to be a hard sell for me. Yeah. I kind of lean in Duke. Yeah. Let's try it. And just in the back of my mind, knowing I, uh, like, you can't just have one, all one, the number one seeds. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's only happened literally once in the last like, 25 years. So yeah. we have to find an upset somewhere. And I think Duke's probably the most likely one. Sure. Up to this point, at least. Yeah. Um, Kansas State Marquette. Mm. I'm going to take Kansas State here. I think that's okay. kind of where the Marquette run ends. Um, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't trust Marquette to go too far. Like, you still yeah. be coaching and stuff. Like, right. They get a couple nice wins, but, like... Yeah, you make a decent run, right? Kansas State's a good basketball team. It's not like they're beating a schmuck, right? And I think Kansas State, by that point, right, you're going to play... I mean, Montana State will probably be a walkthrough, but then, like, Kentucky, they're going to go through a battle. I think Marquette handles the Spartans... Um, and then this would be the game where Kansas State's like, okay, you know, we're just going to take it and go. Yeah. All right. We have Duke and Kansas State in the Elite Eight here. All right. Uh, popping up to the Midwest. Houston and Indiana. Houston, Indiana. Uh, I think it's got to be Houston. I kind of think it's going to be Houston. Yeah. Um, Indiana does that 5 and 2 against the top 25, kind of. Right. Not something that like lost over by any means. Right. But they then I but really well. The part that always gets to me though with that is it's like, okay, well, what happened to your other losses then? Like I know the Big Ten was strong, but at the same Maybe time nine losses against yeah. Right. Either not you know, you have eight of those losses are, you know, in conference. So it's like, okay, come on. Yeah. And then we got Texas and Xavier to play Houston. I think Xavier gets it here. I do too. I'm very impressed. Like I said, Xavier's a finesse team. If you're gonna body them, then maybe you got a better shot, but I don't know if you're. They got a whole bunch of they got a whole bunch of white boys shooting threes. Yeah, <laughs> figure. All right, final um, the West side. Mm-hmm. Kansas, Utah. I'm gonna take Kansas here. I kind of yeah. 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 Fun game. Yep. I just want to Kansas this time, and I think so far the hardest game we've had to pick. Yeah, this will be a fun one. Um, I like the Zags a little bit more, I think. Um, I think I think Gonzaga is a team that I don't think enough, like again, because they're not undefeated and they lost Chet Holmgren and they're like, okay, they're on a quote-unquote down year at 28-5. and five. They don't play a great okay. schedule overall, usually because their division's garbage. Um but I do think that they're a pretty darn good basketball team, as they've kind of shown. You know, the program as a whole is pretty darn good. I, I think I might give the edge to the Zags. How about you? Yeah, I mean, I think UCLA is really good. But there's nothing that, like, screaming UCLA to me. Yeah. Um, I would say there's probably more in terms of Zags, I guess, shooting 53% from the field, yeah. 39% from the field. Like, that just kind of screams me a little bit more Gonzaga's way. Yeah. And having a guy like Drew Timmy, who just like has been in every tournament in the last hundred years. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's been. Around. I thought he was entering the draft last year, and I was I like, too. "Oh, he's wait!" Still there. So like, he has a lot of experience in the tournament. So Hunter Dickinson does too. Um, Look how that worked out. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I guess he has to Yeah, but um, yeah, I'll go with that. Okay. All right, elite eight time. Almost there, guys. So, 
the nut cotton size. Also, just as a check-in for everybody, uh, we're about an hour into this show, but Michigan is currently up 51-44 with 17 minutes left in the second half of the NIT, so I'm sure this won't age poorly at all. Um, <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine how it would. Yeah, never. Never um, once. We've not talked at all about this Alabama team, but Alabama and Arizona. Alabama's very, very good. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, very good. Um, yep. yeah. yeah. Brandon Miller is a, is a dog out there. Yeah, he's a freaking nature. I like him a lot. Um, I think you mentioned him too, I think, a few, uh, probably about a month ago when we were talking Pistons, um, but I could be wrong. Yeah, um, he's, he was, he's like he's like the guy you're like, like Pistons have always been like the three or four pick. Yeah. And he's like locked into the Pistons at like the three or four pick. Gotcha. He's like right after. He's like a step below. Victor and Scoot, right? Like that next year, right? Guy. Exactly. Like, so if the Pistons dropped a little bit in the draft, then he could yeah, be an option if for them. Pistons were like three or four. He'd probably be the guy they see. Yeah, I mean, what, I mean, we don't need. I mean, who doesn't need more big guys? Pistons sure do. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> who, who needs a who need who doesn't need guards or you know scores? It's fine. Anyway, um, yeah, um. Yeah, I don't know. This is a one and two. This would be a great game. D- do you have something for you from what you've seen from these two teams that may- would kind of make you at this point? It's all by feel, right? We don't even know if these two teams are going to be there. So for for me, it's kind of like a pick them in a lot of a lot of ways. Um, Bama's only got one loss outside of the top twenty five. They, they look really really good uh, in the championship game in their in their conference tourney. Um, I, I tend to lead Bama, but I, I mean, you could if you were like, I think I'm gonna go Arizona. I go okay, and I, I'm not gonna really be like devastated. Yeah, I think that, I think I think the difference between them is Bama has like like you said, Brandon Miller, who's like, yeah, you need a bucket, go get a bucket. Right. I don't know if Arizona necessarily has that right. big name guy there. Mm-hmm. So I think sure. Bama there. Okay, Bama going to the Final Four. Who would have fucked that one? <laughs> All right, Duke and Kansas State. Hmm. I think this is where the magic run ends for uh for Dookie. For Dookie? I think. I don't know. I just have a feeling at that point. Like I feel like the, Go ahead. Saying that Kansas State's gonna be a final four team is kinda of wild to me though. That's yeah, why I kinda of like it though, because there's that team where you go, What the hell's Kansas State doing here, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're they're three, three seed, but that's what I'm saying. They're a three seed. They have a good resume. Nothing crazy, right? They're not coming in the hottest team in the world. Here's where I kind of go for this, though, isn't it? Okay, Duke, first year without Coach K, they pull off the upset over the number one seed. It's, to me, almost okay, and then the other shoe drops where now that you had all this emotion, you gave everything you could to get the one seed out of here, and then Kansas State comes in here and just kind of low-key just gets a close win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've we've I think I feel like we've seen that um, that storybook a lot, right? Where it's like, hey, we just pull off the big the number one seeds down, and then they, that team immediately loses to the team the, the next week because it goes, oh, we kind of fell back to earth just a little bit, right? Now it's not mm-hmm. as big of a drop off because Duke is a five; they're a blue blood; they're twenty six and eight on the year. But it sure as hell feels like if if we're gonna say, hey, they're gonna come out and beat the number one seed to then have to come in and then play a good Kansas team, a good Kansas State team, you're like, eh, maybe we kind of emotionally are kind of drained a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave Kansas State here. You got to have that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I, get team in there. And yeah. I think they're that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Houston and Xavier. 
What do you got this for me? Where, this is where the Xavier run ends. The only thing I have for this one really is because of that defensive piece, I think they're the team yep. that could really yep, I agree put with pressure you. on the shooters and yep. the shooters kind of kind of start finally flaring out a little bit. It's yeah, and, and at some point, too, you're going to start to get cold, right? Yeah, we're having them basically win three rounds to be two Right. Right. Exactly. Especially if you get down early. Now you're forcing shots. You're in a big game. Houston's like, look, we're we just got to kind of get there. I, I think Houston's probably the pick here. I think this is the closest game out of all of them. I do, too. And I kind of lean Gonzaga. That's what I was thinking, too. I didn't want to say this in the last round, but I was like, if we pick Gonzaga, I kind of think they beat Kansas and kind of go all the way to the Final Four. That's kind of where yeah, I'm at I with it. it off. I kind of am on the same boat. Yeah. They both are 500 against top 25. Right. Gonzaga just shoots like 87 points a game, which is so hard to overcome. Yeah. Especially when your defense isn't like lights out. Like right. right. Now, Gonzaga and Houston is like literally the story of two sides, but we'll get there. We'll get Gonzaga. <laughs> All right. All right. Final, so four. final four. Alabama, Kansas State, and on the other side, we got Houston and Gonzaga. All right, One Mike. for three on both sides, too. That's fun. What do you got here, Mike? Um, Alabama, Kansas State. Does the 2% the, on this thing mean that only 2% of people have Kansas State go in the Final Four? Is that what that means? Yeah. Ah, yeah. awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we must have missed something. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they, they all missed uh, something. They're all, they're all terrible. <laughs> all, all 98% of them missed something. Yeah. Um, that's probably all of Kansas State. Uh, <laughs> Student body. Uh, student. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't have Makes a cougar. I wish I had like a, a wildcat or a cougar noise. I don't. I just have battle hawks. So like we don't have any. We don't have any hawks in here. So I don't got anything. I don't got any sound effects. Does a yeah. We need cricket work. <laughs> um, who do you got, Mike, on this one? I I, I at this point it's kind of like I'm sure. This is this is also but I kind of think Kansas State's run kind of ends. Yep. Okay. Like you know you you play so well up to this point, and it's like all right now you now you face like right. one of the two or three monster teams in the tournament, and yeah, and going and, like, and going with the narrative too, right? Duco upsets up, upsets Purdue, emotional win, right? And then they kind of grit it out, and Kansas State's like, okay, we just got past. Duke, right? And then it's kind of that domino effect where Bama's just kind of coasting. You know, they have a big uh, they have a big win over the two seed in Arizona, and now they're like, okay, well, we just beat them. We're going to beat everybody else, and they're kind of just going to roll. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. We got Alabama, and then this is the game I... Yeah, I hope I'll we get this. Houston and Zyba, you go from six or four points per game to Houston <laughs> yeah. to 87 points per game to Gonzaga. Right. <laughs> You trust offense, you trust defense more. Oh, okay, note to self though. Yeah. I don't know how much impactful the final four this year is in Houston. Is in Houston. That's big. So they technically have home court advantage. That's really big, I think. They'll probably have a they'll probably have a lot of home like student yeah. sections really oh, yeah. a lot there. Yeah, like that. that's a lot of fun. So they so they may get to that point. Just take that into account. It's going to come down to whether Gonzaga is going to be able to shoot the ball effectively and make some big shots and withstand the early tornado that's Houston's going to come out with, right? Um, 
Houston's going to come out on fire. They're going to be excited to be there. Home crowd. Place is going to be crazy loud in there, right? It's going to be on Gonzaga to kind of shut them down early. If they can do that, get a, get a you know, not a huge lead, but something comfortable where they're kind of in it and they can kind of match shot for shot, I think it's going to wind up coming down to, and we always talk about this in football where it's like, you know, I always go back to like that Seattle Denver where it's like Denver's offense is amazing, but Seattle's defense is really, really good. It's kind of the similar situation here. And usually, right, usually it comes down to the defense stifling the offense, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's going to be kind of where it's at here is can Houston, right, just match shot for shot because they're going to hold Gonzaga down a little bit, but can they do enough offensively to kind of, you know, take it over the top? I don't know. This is a really big coin toss for me. I, I really hope we get this game, though, because I think it would be a hell of a lot of fun. You have so much experience on the Gonzaga side, too, right? They've been here before. They've been national champions. They've done the undefeated season crap. They've done everything possible at this point. So it's like it's on Houston and all the pressure being at home. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to lean Houston here. Okay. I think Houston's really good. Uh, but Gonzaga, I think, puts up a hell of a fight before it. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, who All you right. got, Mike? And then it comes down to Alabama and Houston. No, literally number one versus number two in the net ranking. Yep. Um, kind of almost the same boat as last time, except right. I think it depends on if Al. If this is how it would play out, I think to your point, it would be Alabama probably not easily, but you know, convincingly probably beat Kansas State. Right. I think Houston goes into a dog fight with Gonzaga. Right, and you only have a day. They play two day yeah. And they have two days like two days from that Saturday to that Monday to play that championship Which I think game. is the dumbest thing ever, by the way. We're, we're only going to give you a day to practice. <laughs> which you can't yeah. even really you get, do because you, you, you're gassed from the night before. Yeah, you, get, you have like a week and a half between the Elite Eight and the Final Four, <laughs> but from Final Four to championship season. Yeah, maybe we just cut it in half. You got four days and four days or something, you know? Yeah. Dumb. Super dumb. Um, yeah, I think I think in this instance, I think it'd be hard to say Bama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. I think I think that's a solid pick. You know, they're battle tested. You know, really can't complain. All right, Alabama somehow, some way, these bastards. You don't win in football, but you're winning in basketball this year. You crap, Olas. How are we feeling, they Mike? Get every, they get everything they want. Here. Yeah. All right, how confident? Uh, how, how confident are you? I mean, we're, we clearly got a hundred percent, but like, how confident in that hundred percent accuracy are you? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, the, the thing is, the first round is always so hard. Oh my god, I would be shocked if like our sweet sixteen is like twelve or thirteen out of sixteen. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Because for me, even if you pick some of the upsets early on, right in the first round, right, like we were talking about, maybe like Furman over Virginia. Um, even a, or a Charleston over Sandy, one of those two games goes the other way. It's really hard for me to then say, okay, Charleston's going to go to the Sweet 16 and play Alabama, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a hard one for me to be like, okay, they're going to do it twice, and then they're going to go play and get steamrolled. It just doesn't seem yeah. like the most probable thing. I know we've seen the, sh- the Loyolas of the world make that run. But you know what wound up happening? They wound up getting killed by Michigan by 15 in the Final Four. So it's like, mm-hmm. at some point, those runs end. It's just when do those runs yeah. end? Like I said, like I think the Oral Roberts over Duke or the, like you said, the, the Carlson's over yeah. San Diego State could happen. Right. But do I think 
those teams also go to the Sweet 16? Probably not. Like, I think if or about Roberts won and a Tennessee won, I think Tennessee probably beats them in the next. Right. You know, or, you know, yeah. if um, Colgate beats Texas somehow, mm-hmm. then I think Texas A&M probably beats Colgate in the next round. Like, I don't, I, that's why I think at the end of the day, I think our Sweet 16 yeah. looks really good. Yeah. And I think that's really all that matters. Because if, if, if you're going by the point standard, yeah. we get a lot more points getting Sweet 16 Right. For sure, for sure. All right, guys, that's going to be it uh, for this quick hitter of the, our 2023 I'm Always Right March Madness bracket. Uh, be ready to tune in this Monday as obviously we've got a ton of NFL free agency news to come about. Um, and we're also going to be probably uh, we'll probably be talking some AEW and some other wrestling topics as well. Uh, we got some Hall of Fame news and all that good stuff. I know Mike's favorite event of the year is the WWE Hall of Fame. He records it on On Demand every single year, watches it. No, I watch it live every week. <laughs> well, then, then you record it, you rewatch it, take notes, mm-hmm. you know, the whole nine yards, right? You got that whole Mr. T one. Yep, Mary Mysterio's in there, right, for sure. Have Stacey Keebler, you know, the iconic Stacey Keebler. She, she did a lot. Um but we got plenty of stuff coming. But NFL free agency at full blast for you guys this upcoming week. So be prepared for that. But that's going to be it for this quick hitter. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merck's all Mike Merkel. I am the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyka. We will see you guys, as always, next time.